Hello, and welcome to episode 8 of Learn From Gaming's Tales of Creation. It's been a minute since we've released an episode, and I bet a few of you are probably curious as to uh, what was going on. Maybe you were a little dismayed, uh, worried that there wasn't going to ever be another episode. I just want to let you know right now, this is episode 8. We have 21 episodes in the can so this is more an issue of um of mixing and getting the the episodes together and then getting them out to you then it is an issue of are we still recording we never stopped recording all through covid we're still going uh there have been some changes in the lineup but i will address those as um as the game continues but I just wanted to, right here at the top of the episode, let everybody know, yes, we are still recording. There is so much work in the can, it's just a backlog of audio. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that uh, Stu Gritter is our main mixer. And there was a move that happened on top of obligations with work, on top of life, on top of COVID. Because yes, we are still deep in COVID even at this point. So, that's what's going on. That's what's going on here. Uh, this episode coming up, there is some audio quality issues in it, and I'm going to apologize for that at the top. I'm not sure what else to say beyond the fact that, yeah, there there was just some issues in mixing. I ended up mixing the, the later part of this, so there's a few artifacts left in. You can hear things like chairs, you can hear some heavy breathing. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you can hear just a, a lot of clicking, clacking, and tapping. Usually that gets taken out in post, but it's, it's still in here. And it's just because the audio file that I inherited for this mix uh, had everything mixed together so I, I, I couldn't tone that down. So that's what we've got, that's what we're working with. I don't think it pulls too much away from the quality of the episode, but I want to apologize for anybody it does, ignore, uh, it does annoy, so yeah, uh, again, sorry for that. Otherwise, I think this episode is pretty interesting and it is actually just the start of a bunch of big reveals that happen in the next couple of episodes, so do enjoy it. Uh, this is just Stu and Dan this episode, so Rojin and Kair. But yeah, uh, get, give it a listen and let us know what you think. Alright, now let's get back to the show. Hello everyone, and welcome to Learn From Gaming's Tales of Creation. Today we are doing episode 8, and unfortunately we're not going to have Fred Rojas with us today. Uh, life has just sort of gotten in the way, which is not a bad thing. Uh, I always encourage everybody involved in this project to to focus on life first. And um, yeah, for just for reference in terms of chronology... We are sort of trying to play through the coronavirus, which isn't a big deal for us because we do all of this remotely anyway. We are definitely real good at uh, social distancing, a term that I'm sure we will all grow to loathe over time. <laughs> but uh, for now, it's, uh, it's, it's really not so bad. That said, uh, we are at a very unique point in the game where we have finally gotten out of all the really, really big important stuff. We were locked in a few really intense days of very serious uh, role-playing. And now there's a bit of breathing room. There's still some unresolved stuff up at the mine. There may be a few demons left to clean up. There's 
also the question of where everybody's going to live. And I believe that the intent for this specific episode is just to focus on that. Now, before we get into things, I'm going to ask both of our players today, uh, who are Dan Murray playing Kair and Stu Gritter playing Rojin, if there was anything from last episode you wanted to discuss, and also if you chose to spend any experience on your characters before starting this session. Uh, I didn't um, have anything to discuss, and I don't think I spent any experience either. No, I'm on the fence on a couple of charms that I want to pick up. I'm going to have to make a decision or just delay long enough until I have enough experience to get them all. Uh, and yeah, in terms of things to discuss, I don't, I don't think there was anything left looming yeah. Okay. Well, you do have a honeydew list. Um, so Stu and specifically Rojan uh, has a number of things he wants to accomplish within the town. And we will see how many of those we can work through today. Dan, specifically, you're looking to set up uh, something of a long-term habitat or just something that feels more like home in uh, the forested area on the the western side of the river so where where the mine will be and i think that in terms of decision making that's actually really good it means that you're very close to the few assets that exist in your life which is to say you now have a big source of income whether it matters to you or not and now you can easily defend it because you also have the spells to get there you could flight of separation and get there almost instantly or depending on where you set up shop of course or you could uh, Nimbus it and get there faster than most people can climb those stairs. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting little bit of setup to get there. But I think what we will do is we will open up with... Dan, you have just... Your, your character, so Kair, has just witnessed Rojan doing his thing, which is creating a stair out of the side of a mountain. Now, on the approach down, uh, you get a beautiful view, a beautiful view um, just out across vast rolling farmland. Uh, it's it's interesting to note, actually, if you want to make, uh, both of you can, because uh, Rojan, you could basically build those stairs with your eyes closed. You're so good. Um, you can both make an intelligence lore roll if you want. Yep, three successes on seven dice and three successes on five dice. So good job, both of you. You both know the same. Okay, looking out across this uh, this field. So you're looking out across um, what is one of the few known farms uh, that actually feed Kajaru. Now, what's really important is it looks like this farm is intentionally built to basically perform in every way possible you can see that there's fruit orchards there's what looks to be something like wheat there's other sort of uh there's per other perennial uh plants growing but you can also see that there's like a it looks like the intent is there's also a number of animals and everything just sort of seems to be mixed together or like it seems to be working like a well-oiled machine because there are actually humans shuffling animals from place to place to place. It, it's weird because you look down and it looks like the animals are just everywhere, but because of your understanding of agriculture, because of how well you rolled, you all know 
that those animals are in those spots at this time of season for a specific reason. So a good example would be um, the chickens are in with uh, specific kinds of root vegetables right now because the chickens will actually eat anything that's trying to eat the foliage on the root vegetables. And then the chicken in turn will fertilize the vegetables. When you look over at the, 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 the fruit, so like the orchards, you can see that there are sheep and what appear to be ducks in there. Uh, the ducks are kind of weird, but this time of season, because it's actually particularly wet, slugs like to sort of crawl up onto the, the trees and the ducks eat the slugs, whereas the sheep eat any overgrown weeds. So everything is sort of well-maintained, and then in turn, those animals would fertilize that area. This is a well-developed and intentional circle of productivity that uses every part of the farm to ensure there is biodiversity that exists and that it's sustainable. And that's what you can tell with, three, uh, with roll three. <laughs> That said, it's an incredible view. The sun's setting. Um, you can see out across the trees. It's actually a little louder than you expected, not because of the farm, but because of the forest. As some animals go to sleep and others wake up, the nocturnal animals can sometimes be louder than the daytime animals. So uh, in particular, monkeys, you can actually hear some jaguar. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting... We're, we're shifting into night, so. And now you are getting near the bottom of the mountain. You can make a perception awareness roll if you want, but this is one of those things that's going to kind of come to you. <laughs> so your choice if you want to see it coming. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. So five successes for me. Okay. Yeah. Well, five successes on seven dice. That's not too bad. Okay. So Kair, you can see it. Um, just down below there is, uh, you've seen her before. So it's Rochelle. Uh, so, uh, Stu's handy dandy assistant and wheeler and dealer. Um, but she's actually walking with a much larger, he's, he's kind of rotund, but a smiling man. Uh, you can see from his complexion, he's Volovat. And he is staring up, not at you, but specifically at Rojan as he works and cuts his way down through the stone. Uh, something else that's interesting uh, that you notice as you're coming down is there is an aqueduct that actually flows from the, the waterfall itself. And it uses the slopes of the, the mountain and you're actually building down and under it and coming out beneath it right now. And that aqueduct actually feeds water over to the to the farmland. So um, it's one of the easiest ways to get the water to, to the farmland. Some people have never seen an aqueduct before, but uh, both of you would have enough knowledge. Actually, in in particular, Kyer, you may have never seen one before ever. <laughs> Whereas uh, um, Rojan, you would understand the basic engineering for constructing one. Um, but you never saw one until you moved here, I don't think. Okay. Uh, yeah, so as you come out, uh, Rochelle is waving at you, and the, the, uh, the larger Volovat man is standing by and smiling. Um, I'm just going to 
mutter to to uh, Rojan, your your, uh, your your employee is coming. Oh, great! <laughs> I'm just gonna finish the stairs and then make my way over to there. Okay, so you finished the last of your stairs, uh, step out, and Rochelle is there. Uh, she runs up. She runs up to you, Rojin, and says, "Hey, boss. Uh, what are you doing?" Oh, this goes up to our claim now. Oh, oh, right. Uh, okay, great. So that that was all worked out. Yeah. This goes all the way up. Okay, uh, and then she sort of looks over her shoulder. Yeah, we watched you building it, and we weren't really sure what was happening. Um, you've met you've met Bela Umbindi before, right? Uh, major farmer this side of <laughs> this side of the river. Uh, and then uh, yeah, she, I'm sure she points her hand back. I'm sure we've met in passing. I don't know if we've been formally introduced. Extend a hand. Then, <laughs> so then the man behind her uh, throws his arms open wide and says, Oh, Rojin, it is good to see you. And he walks up and he embraces you in a hug if you let him. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm used to that. And he pats you and then he turns to Kair and he says, Friend, how are you? We have not met. My name is Bela Umbindi. I own these lands. But you are always welcome. And he, he goes to embrace Kair. How do you respond? Um, kind of, kind of hesitantly, like the the not full open arms, but like the uh, elbows at my sides. But I'll put my hands up. Okay. <laughs> kind of like just just let myself into a little hug. And... So he embraces and he squeezes. Yeah. And he doesn't particularly notice, but you can feel Muck Dog under your shirt <laughs> wriggling around in discomfort. And then he lets you go, smiles, nods, and turns back to Rojin and says, So your stare leads to my land. Well, I tried to avoid it, but I, I don't know. It might kind of go through a little, a little chunk. I'll be honest. I I I didn't see any markers, so oh, well, I mean, I'd be is, I'd be happy to go back and you know confirm anything with you. <laughs> that is understandable, and it is okay. Uh, the, the understanding of land on this side of the river is is just that it's mine, most of it anyway. Uh, I I have bought up what I could, what is for sale before the tree lines. Uh, Basically up to the mountain. The, the, I guess you could say the dock and the roads leading up to the guild are theirs to maintain. I'm assuming you're going to want to develop some kind of road from there to here. As you can see, there is no farmland here, so it is not a big deal. Okay. But perhaps we can speak of terms... Yeah, or that, that's it. Maybe you just owe me a favor. Um, yeah, well, we can speak terms or favor, really. I'm I'm open to both. Like you said, it's your land. I'd be, I'd just be happy to work something out. Okay. Hmm. This actually, this. Sorry, I'm used to working with Guild, who would uh, try to rob me of my shirt if they could. Uh, of course. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I mean. 
You I, are very pretty. I am. I was noticing your aqueduct, though. It, does it uh, deliver everything as you need? I'm, oh, I mean, yes. Very been, efficient. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the, more than we need, actually. Uh, there is a surplus, but we uh, we usually just store it. And now we are actually helping uh, move the water to the the new Second Sons. Their, their build will be just past the farms. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then Rochelle speaks up. That's why I'm here, boss. Uh, I was just finalizing some of the deals after... After, oh boy, what's Carrick. your other end? Carrick, yeah. After Carrick um, went and did the initial uh, the initial design build, okay. I, I decided to to just review things and make sure that uh, the costing was right. Excellent for the services. Excellent, excellent. And then I ran into I ran into Bela, and I can't I can never walk past this man's farm without stopping and you know just. Trying to get a few vegetables on the way by before they hit the market because once the guild gets a hold of them, they they jack right. the prices up. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Bela, the the other thing that comes to mind, I've noticed you put a lot of effort into making sure that the farms here really uh, they run like clockwork. It it's pretty impressive. Uh, and then he smiles, and he says, "Oh, you have noticed." Uh, I am a believer, and my parents were believers, in the concept of life as a changing circle, in that every season is a new lesson. Everything that you see at this farm, my parents had to learn for themselves. We were not farmers originally. Uh, in fact, the, the story of my family is a bit complicated. We can get into it sometime over preferably something strong and alcoholic. Yeah. But... Uh, Needless to say, farming was secondary in their life until they came here, mm -hmm. and then it was the best option instead of working the mines or trying to navigate the insanity that is the oath, oath sworn. So we wanted, well, they wanted, and their dream is now my dream, was to make a farm that could exist around and with everything else, including... The forest. How is that? And for the most part, it seems to work. Well, uh, you'll notice that if you're on the other side of the river and you go near the forest and you try to do anything, sometimes even just overnight, the forest will grow right back. But here on this land, my farm, we, we do not fight with the forest. The forest does not encroach. It stays. That's all I know. Oh. Well, you must just have a way with it. <laughs> Either we are lucky or we know what we're doing. I suspect it's the latter. Now, <laughs> right. I do have to... Uh, I, I'm, I'm just curious. Uh, okay, pa pardon me, just one second. Mm -hmm. And he turns back to Kair and he's like, My friend, what is your name? We, we are being rude. What is your name? Oh, uh, Kair. And he reaches out his hand and he says, I embraced you before, now I meet you as a man. Kair, I am Bela Umbindi. It is a pleasure. And then he turns back to, to Roj and he's like, I'm sorry. Continue. Well, I'm about to be investing a lot in this region. And uh, 
I think, I mean, you do seem to have a way with the natural way of things here, but perhaps we could see to, well, hiring a sorcerer to come by and maybe bless the lands here. <laughs> he, he nods and he says, yes, you, I expect that with the claim, you will definitely need to uh, shore things up. As for magic, that is a hard sell on my lands. Um, whatever you own is your business. I am not looking to manipulate things beyond their natural way. Okay, I figured I would offer. I do appreciate it. I, uh, do not get me wrong. Uh, there is much, much to be learned from uh, the other sides of well, everything. Um, and it's not exactly my nature to shun, but uh, between Prasad and the Asir, who are the only magicians I know, uh, I have no desire to deal with either. That's fair. Would you be curious? I mean, if you have enough land and you'd be willing to try it, would you, instead of trusting them, perhaps trust me? Well, this is where the complication comes. If a part of my land is not working, it is because nature has decided this is not the right way. So I take that as a lesson and I learn. Very well. All right, forget it. No worries. <laughs> I, I do not mean to offend. Oh, no, not offended at all. I do not mean to offend. It's just nature is the teacher in this land. And we are always learning. And to just force things, even if it is a God-given right or ability, is not the same as letting nature run its course. I completely understand. Right. Um, so, <laughs> and then he, uh, he, he gets a little excited Ab about that favor. Yes, yes. <laughs> I will let you build this road and you can certainly, certainly walk and, and, and move along however you like so long as I am able to set up a fruit stand right here and I can sell to your workers. That's a fantastic idea. Yes, they will always be supplied with fruit and goods from my farm. Uh, we also do dairy, um, both goat and sheep. No, sheep. No, not sheep. Oh my goodness, cow, cow. <laughs> sheep's milk is not very good <laughs> do not drink it uh, but but the goat's milk the cheese uh, we also do eggs uh, very good eggs oh that sometimes strange eggs that's fantastic you know what if uh, Rochelle if I mean if, if you two don't mind um, by all means uh, work out what you'd like your stalls here to to look like and we'll build them for you <laughs> just throw that in because and then that seems like actually great. he starts clapping <laughs> he's like clapping his hands and he's like excellent this is very good this is very very good and he, he walks over to Rochelle 
Um, and now we are just going to stop for a second. Uh, cause I did actually have like a DM slash GM bad moment. Uh, Rochelle and Raven are supposed to depart together. That's how we remove Raven from the situation yeah. in which Bela has just been completely ignoring Raven. Um, I think that maybe we will play a little bit of that out with, uh, with Fred when he's back. But uh, so Bela and Raven will have their little talk now. And then, or not Raven, uh, well, Raven and Rochelle, they'll all have their little talk now and then they will depart. Mm -hmm. So before or as that's happening, so Rochelle is about to leave. Is there anything else you want to talk about with Bela before any of that happens? With Rochelle. I have one other thing that I need to give to Rochelle. Okay. Uh, also, Kair, is there anything you want to talk or speak to before uh, this all falls apart? Um, I actually uh, I, I was intrigued by the way he talked about um, his kind of harmonious relationship with the uh, the forest, and like after looking at that, the the kind of very like similarly har- harmonious way that his uh, his little like ecosystem and farming works. Um, I think I want to um, just spend three modes and click on uh, Spirit Detect Glance just to kind of see how things are flowing here. Okay, so hmm. with that activated, um, I'll just use your initial your initial perception awareness check. So uh, you flip on and you can start to see the flow of essence through this land. And you look down on the farm and it is just it is just what you would expect of any naturally occurring piece of rich and abundant vegetation so it's almost as powerful as looking down onto the the forest itself so like the great old forest it's just you know that humans had a hand in this and intentionally made it and so it's it's actually wild to look at this if you didn't know any better you would say that he was almost trying to make a man's but he's not like the a man's uh just so that you understand a man's is usually built on a freehold where enough essence is gathered that it starts erupting out of the ground or starts erupting in in sporadic ways and then what you can do is you can actually cap that he hasn't accomplished that yet here but it's almost as though, given time, he could, if he knew what he was doing. But what he's actually just doing is trying to farm sustainably and responsibly and ensure there's biodiversity. And what's, what that's doing is creating an incredibly essence-rich environment. Nice. Um, so, yeah, just kind of as I'm surveying that... Um Kyra's just going to have uh, kind of a, a a not present smile on his face, um, just sort of a look of approval almost. Um, but just surveying and enjoying the uh, almost serenity of it. Cool. <laughs> I will let you have your moment, uh, and I will let I will let Rojan have his moment with Rochelle. So uh, you pull her to the side. Yeah, what's up, boss? Well, uh, I just need to, I need you to work something out with the harbor master. Oh, 
Okay. What do you need me to do? So, uh, some. If you don't feel comfortable doing this, we can we can find somebody else. Uh, some of your some of your role might end up changing. I'd like you to stay in charge of the business, but you can always, you know, when the money comes in, we can hire people to help you out. But we're also interested in starting, I guess, a fund with the Harbor Master. Uh, as not everyone has the same kind of luck as our good friend Bela here, some people do come here to start a new life and don't find their way and aren't so lucky. And for those who would end up sold into slavery, I want to instead offer them a one-way ticket away from from Kijaru. Okay. Um, I mean, I can I can work on something with fluttering kale. Uh, that would mean we would need to have the ships dock here first before they dock there. Well, I. Ideally, we would just kind of lump people onto boats as they come. Mm, that's not going to work because the the second smiles like they'll they'll just snatch them up. Right, you get off the boat, they've got you. This is going to have to be one of those situations where they maybe just stop here first. Yeah, either they'll stop here first, or we'll make sure that people are guarded. Oh, see, now that's a different story. I can, I mean, we can definitely arrange for that. Do we, and then she leans over, have access to the mercenaries? We shall. And, and okay. we'll, have, we'll have muscle for it, yeah, to make sure that that, uh, that all works out. Okay, she leans back. And this entire time, not that you would have noticed initially, but she has been like thumbing a, an incredibly awesome looking apple. She's just like, she's just been playing with it. Like, you know that the second she gets away from you, she's going to bite into it. Excellent. But she has just been waiting. Uh, Okay, boss. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Uh, Fluttering Kale can be a bit of a hard bargainer. Uh, She's an old ex-pirate. I think you know her. Um, Name rings a bell, yeah. uh, Yeah, her and her sister. Always a pain in the butt. Um, Okay, I'll... uh, Okay, if they end up being a problem, you can always just ask them to pay me a visit. <laughs> oh man, ask fluttering ask fluttering kale to do anything. Oh, okay, well, I will I'm, there's, I there's will money in it for do. them, so I I think they'll, they'll they would come around. Oh yeah, that'll move. That would move her yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay. I will do what I can. Excellent. I will do what I can. Excellent. Okay, boss. Thank you. Uh leave it to me. Awesome. Also, have you have you seen Flamey anywhere? Flamey? Flamey. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I don't. Okay. I don't see him. Okay. Uh, hmm. Do you remember where he was last? Who? I'm. I'm pretty sure we saw Flamey with Carrick. Okay. Well, then I'll have to follow up with Carrick. All right. All right. Great. Well, then you have yourself a good day. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get across the river before it's full blown night. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for yourself. Yep. See you later, boss. Okay. And she heads off. All right. So the only other administrative thing is before that conversation with Rochelle, I it's unfortunate that Raven is not actually present. I would like to inquire about Raven's feelings on slavery. I thought you were going to ask uh, 
How she got the candy get the deed. <laughs> did you get that deed? What's in the box? So how do you feel uh, about slavery? And how did you get that deed? Um, oh, so yeah. if, if that could be something that, like, we could work out a conversation between and have it recorded later or whatever. But yeah, man, we'll figure something yep. out. Um, uh, and I'm ooh. also curious before that, what Kair's feelings on slavery are. If you have any strong feelings either way. So Kair was a slave. You're welcome to actually talk this out. Um, Character. Yeah, we can do that. It might actually be more meaningful. <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, I'm trying to think of how uh, how to kind of respond. So imagine Mr. Bubbly Rojan Pants just asked you, "So what is what? the deal with slavery? Yeah, <laughs> what wow. are your thoughts on slavery? Would you eat the moon if it was made out of cheese?" Jesus. It's a simple question. Just answer the question. <laughs> oh. um. uh, complicated. Okay, fair. Um, I, 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 it. Would you be opposed if I take steps to try to stop slavery in this town? Oh no. Okay. No, in in fact, very in favor. Excellent. Then we shall see to that as well. Just put that on the the list over here. Let me know (laughs) if there's anything I can do to help. We'll we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, It's, yeah, for sure. That's something we could tackle together. Something I would like to tackle together. What uh, what makes you want to do that? Not that it's bad, but... I'm not particularly a fan of slavery in general. And uh, as I do hope to become a little bit of a beacon for this town, I don't want any element of this town to be here that I can't be proud of. Do you both want to do an intelligence... uh, In this case, it would be an intelligence bureaucracy role. This is where our GM tells us that it's going to be damn near impossible to get rid of slavery in this town, and I don't care. (laughs) No, this is where... I mean, I'm just going to tell you something... About something. Int bureaucracy? Yeah, it's int bureaucracy, please. Three successes. Um, That's all you need. Okay. You only needed one, but uh, I'll take it. <laughs> oh my seven god. Seven on Why seven. Do that? Yeah. Okay, seven on seven. <laughs> okay, so what you both know. Uh, god damn it, Stu. Why did you roll so You well? asked me to roll. Um, this is your fault. Okay. It's true, you did. I was there. You've you've signed a contract, um, and initially, as things stand with the guild, 
the only stipulation that you had for um, for mining was that the jade would not go to the dragon blooded. But it's important to note that the guild is notorious for using slave labor to extract jade from the mountain. And just use slave labor in general. Mm-hmm. Like, that's part of their business, is people, as a commodity. Well, we'll get to that. And I feel like I owe you more with seven successes, but I don't know what else to give you because <laughs> that's what I was letting you roll for yeah. is that you guys have basically signed, you've signed a contract with someone who, if you let them set up the mining operation for you, it will be slave driven. Then uh, maybe that seven bureaucracy is part of them also signing that they're 1% additional bonus comes from protecting everybody underneath our banner from any physical harm so they can't physically force slaves to do anything in our mind without breaking that one percent you can't retroactively <laughs> work no, the deals no that's what no. they signed i'm saying there's a way to justify that sentence there's a way to justify yeah, okay. them not well, being able to use slaves yes through that actually, phrasing and that that is a that is a Mm. Okay, say it. Say it back one more time. Because they agreed that for that extra percent, nobody under, nobody working with us or under us, uh, the guild has to protect, actively protect people from any physical harm. Yes, and that was that was an initial stipulation. So that's true. That means even if they use slaves, they can't hurt them. Yep. So we can put a sign up or for ne- the slaves. In this case, neglect them. Yeah. Wow. That is uh, that. That's a lot more sweeping than I initially thought. Yeah. That really. That really helps uh, the downtrodden out. Yeah. Seven Look successes. You. Look at you being a good man. Um. Uh, wow. Yeah. That. Uh, that really does tidy things up. And uh, if slash when they break that part, <laughs> the agreement <laughs> ignorantly, uh, you can sue their asses. Cool. So there you go. In which case, you, you understand now that you you both have a, a pretty solid understanding that you've signed a deal with slave traders. Yeah. And Stu Rojan has already figured out a loophole. So you're good. Attaboy, <laughs> Rojan. You can communicate it. Um. We'll get. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I mean, you just made that as an internal role, so I. No, you're just gonna hold Ro- on to Rogen, that one. Oh, Rogan has an idea of what's yeah coming. <laughs> you, <laughs> you're fun. Okay, so then, uh, gentlemen, you are standing on the western side of the river. Uh, you are the owners of a mine, and it's very much becoming nighttime. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? So, Kyra, I mean, you've seen my house. Let's go see yours. Uh, but. I don't know if we need to tell the guild to go send people up to clear out the mine. They'll probably do that anyway, right? Like, they, we don't need to be explicit that there are a handful of demons up there now. So, With an intelligence bureaucracy role of seven, <laughs> uh, they were going to send someone yeah. tomorrow yeah. 
so that's fine. to scout the mine, and then they were going to send someone either later that day or the next day to resolve whatever issues exist yeah, within the mine. Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah, I'm okay mm. with that. Maybe I should have cleaned up all the glass. Eh. Maybe whoever goes up there to scout is like a glass collector. He just really, really needs more shinies. There must have been a glass monster. I wonder if they'll. I'm half curious if they'll actually figure out what took place there, but I, I don't have a lot of faith in them, so. Shoot, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It should be okay. Okay. <laughs> so, what do you guys want to do? Let's go see I your have house. No idea. I don't. I, I I don't have one yet. Well, do you need one? Probably. I've mostly just been staying with you. Which it's is, actually, which is great, and uh, it you know it's, but it's kind of like university kids in the basement sort of thing. It'd be great if you had a place of your own. I suppose we could afford that now. Yeah. Now that we have some, where we're rich. In theory. Apparently. Okay. Well. I don't think I want to live in the town. I actually like it out here. Well, let's find a place out here. We could do that. I'm curious based on what... <laughs> looking up his name. What Bela said about... The forest. That's usually where I'm my most comfortable. And I understand forests. Sometimes they don't want you there. I will give you both the opportunity to roll an intelligence occult. I'll do that. Okay. I, I'm not sure how much... Just to understand the forest. Because I... Rojan, having been here a little while, I thought he had a bit of an idea of what was actually going on. He knows. Okay. Yeah, he knows. Okay. Like, it's a difficulty one roll. Okay. Yeah. You got it. It's a big, freaky, <laughs> deaky forest spirit beating the okay. shit out of people who try and chop down um, trees. <laughs> right. So, with, yeah, with one, um, with one in particular, uh, you would get that the forest spirit so the the actual god of the forest has declared war against the town of kajaru um they continually chop down trees uh, but anytime you try to go into the forest uh, every animal is actively hostile towards you um, some will pursue you and attack uh, jaguars in particular <laughs> have been a nuisance. Um, 
that's why anytime the the lumber mill guild goes out they actually hire hunters to come with them sometimes they even have armed soldiers but every single lumberjack is also a trained veteran used to fighting animals in the forest like they their axes aren't just for trees mm. those dudes know how to kill um specifically animals um because they can't set foot in that forest without getting attacked so the option to go into the forest exists but you would have to try to make peace with whatever hostile creatures start coming at you or you would have to try and figure out a way to present yourself as not a threat to the forest now um because you got some additional successes uh, Dan, I will also give you that you have some experience with the forest because you actually had to, you, you would have st stopped at least once or twice. Um, you know that as long as you aren't openly antagonizing the forest, there isn't an immediate response. Mm -hmm. But if you stay in any one place long enough, something will come looking for you. Yeah. Do you believe that you could basically snake charm anything that shows up? Probably. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I, I would even just say that you have had luck actually making um, like intelligent survival checks on or or charisma survival checks on other creatures before. Like anybody, like if you try to be nice to the creatures and if you try to engage with the forest in a decent way, um, it won't be as much of an issue, but right now if you were on the other side of the river and walked into that part of the forest it would be bad you try to do it here it might be different mm -hmm. especially considering what Bela just said about the way that the forest engages with the farms mm -hmm. it seems like everything's a little more toned down here yeah I think uh, I'm just going to say to Rojan I think I need to have a conversation with the forest. That's fair. I I think I need to let it know that I just wish to share space. Um, as luck would have it, I actually also would like to have a conversation with the forest. <laughs> so <laughs> that that sounds like a good idea to me. And not to question your capabilities, but I'm genuinely surprised that you know how to do that. Um, a few weeks ago, I would have been surprised too. I seem <laughs> to be able to have conversations with all kinds of things these days. I guess so. Well, hopefully nothing kills us. Oh, I don't <laughs> expect that. You don't? I never... Oh, Roger never expects that. <laughs> you'd, you'd be prepared. Um, <clears throat> prepared is, yeah, one you can thing. Feel, yeah. 
<laughs> so okay, you can feel Muck Dog uh, moving around a little bit, um, but he's not really saying much right now. He's just sort of wriggling. Right now, it's it's almost it's like he's fatigued a little mm. bit, like maybe something about uh, the way things played out on the mountain. Um, I don't know. Sometimes he gets like this when when you're together. Um, you know, it's like you'll you'll be having flashbacks or something. You know, you'll just sort of get lost in your own mind, and then suddenly he's just really tired, and it's weird. But yeah, you're you're getting kind of used to it. I'm just gonna kind of like look down to the area of my coat Reed Bay and say, "It's okay, Doug. the The hugging one is gone." <laughs> Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh. He smelled of cabbage. Oh, if he works on a farm, and it's the, well, I guess I wouldn't hear that, but if he works on a farm and he only smells his cabbage, that's, that's not so bad. <laughs> You're right. But perhaps it is just cabbage that, mm. <laughs> that this little mm-hmm. animal hates. Mm. Um, he might love manure. You never know. Uh, okay, well... So uh, just I'm going to I'm going to just encourage you guys to click on the pinned items in the discord. So if you look at the pin up at the top, there's actually still the uh, the incredible map of Kajaru. Yep. <laughs> so you can see the West Bank Farms, all of those belong to um, uh, Bela. And you can also see there's the Old Town Temple, which is what used to be the Old Town Hall. Um, it is now mostly a ruin. Mm-hmm. And then if you go far enough south, you will hit the forest. Also, I'm sorry that you can't see it, but if you go far enough west, uh, you will just hit the mountains again. So okay. Bela has actually built farm all the way out to the mountain. Um, but... Uh, yeah, if, if you go far enough south, you will just hit the forest again. Okay. Now, keep in mind, this isn't, like, I'm, I'm just trying to think about actual square mileage. This is a respectable amount of land, um, but it's, like, it. I think you could probably cross down to the forest in less than 20 minutes on foot. All right. So do we do that now, or do we... Take a rest. I mean, forests are usually calm at night, right? <laughs> um, you had said we had we we're very aware of the the disagreement the city and the forest are having, right? Like, yeah. Yes, okay. Okay. it was a it was a difficulty one check. It's the sort of thing that could slip your mind if you're not in the forest. <laughs> but uh, depending on what part of town you're in, it is never a question. Okay, especially if you're on a part of town that borders on the woods. It just seems less important here. Mm-hmm. Um, things just seem to be a little calmer. Mm-hmm. Well. It's not a happy forest. It might be a little better for me. Maybe don't 
suggest building anything with wood <laughs> while we're there. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. If you choose to speak to a squirrel or something, I, I know you tend to charm everybody you come across, but don't mention wood. I, I think that's fair. I can, I can probably manage that, yeah. Nature has a way of providing. Yeah, wood. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> the point is that I, I feel like the disagreement with the, the, the people here may be because they're taking more than would be their provision. Yeah. They're not asking. They're not respecting it. That, they're just taking it. And if, if my experience with anyone in that town means anything, I think that that is probably an accurate statement. I don't think there's much guesswork there. I think uh, a lot of a lot of our presence here is in a bit of a an, uh, a bit of an affront and rather disrespectful. That's why I'd much rather live out here. I feel like identify with the forest more than the town in this disagreement. So my home's in a frickin' waterfall. But, yep. I'm, I mean, I'm good to go tonight if you're up for it. I'm like, that, that little fight just got my blood moving. I suppose we could do that. So yeah, I guess let's, uh, let's just go to the forest. Alright. Cool. Will it have been long enough at all for us to have regained any, any of our essence? Absolutely, yes. Uh, you will have... Uh, can I ask how much you spent? Uh, I am... After the three for that charm, I am down to a nice round zero on peripheral and I... Or, sorry, zero on personal. I was going to say interesting. <laughs> and I have used... I've used none of my peripheral. Because I think it... I think you said it was going to take an hour to go down to, to make the stairs, and it's probably been mm. an hour since then would be my... Okay. Guess. By the time yeah, we walk case, to the forest. Uh, if my... I'm just trying to remember. Just because I don't have it open. It's like uh, five, it, an hour, it's five an hour. Yeah, it's five an hour. Yeah. Five an hour if you're not resting or in a man's. Mm -hmm. uh, Stu would get a little bit more because he's got a hearthstone. Mm -hmm. And it counts as him being in the man's for respiring. Right. Um, so then, yeah, you would, uh, you'd get ten, ten notes back. Really? And Stu, you get... 10 plus whatever. What the man's gives. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not that I expect you use too much. Okay. Well, I mean, I've got the animals you're going to run. I mean, <laughs> I've got. <laughs> I don't know what um, you're talking about. Cool. Um, what? When we get to the forest, what? I will throw on Perceiving the Hidden World as well. Nice. Good for you. Good job, Stu. Okay. Um, well, Stu, uh, just. To let you know, uh, you start getting hit with all of these wonderful moments. But for you, it's it's a little bit different. Um, it, you can almost smell and taste and even, uh, to an extent, hear the hum of the motes and essence around you. And it all feels very, very natural. Like, you can, you can almost feel 
the mild antagonism of the forest itself. Mm. Um, but it's not something that threatens you in any real way. Uh, I mean, you're someone who somehow ate the heart of a, uh, a hellbore. Um, whatever is in here does not concern you in terms of what is naturally occurring. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, for you in particular, it's 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 more of it's pulling on the instincts and it's pulling on the senses. Um, I mean, it, it definitely pulls on, on Kair's senses, but f- for so much of how Kair interprets it, it, it's really just the visual. Um, but for you, it's, it's more of a, a raw sensual thing, not like sexy sensual, unless you want it to be that way. If you want to make love to the forest, that's your own business. Dantrophiliacs are a thing, so it's okay. Um, I'm just saying it's all right. Shout out to you all our dendrophiliac listeners. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. Uh, just just so everyone understands, there is another exalted actual play where a gentleman may have inferred that a tree was involved in an orgy. Good for the tree. That's fair. I mean, it's pretty much a sequel to Evil Dead, right? My concern was whether or not it was consult, uh, uh, <laughs> consenting, yeah. Yeah. which is always an important part of that conversation. Um, <laughs> so here we are. Uh, you are now entering the forest. Also, the use of the term forest is really generous because this is an effing jungle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Be- before, before we actually step in, uh, I immediately am, uh, I think it's three moats, uh, to put on friendship with animals approach. Okay, excellent. So just uh, for the audience, could you read out what that does? Yeah, sure thing. Give me two seconds here. Friendship with animals approach uh, basically lessens the sense of threat that I present in uh, in nature. So um, for the scene, uh, herbivores and smaller omnivores will not break and run when I approach uh, and can become docile so uh, I could for instance, handle or pet them. Uh, Predators are less susceptible um, and generally will let me pass through uh, unbothered. Um, However, uh, it does not work on sentient animals or familiars. Animals that are trained to attack, so we'll see (laughs) if this is going to do anything, or animals that are maddened by pain, hunger, or disease. Um, but essentially this allows me to walk through the woods as though I am no threat and belong there. Neat. Okay. Uh, That is an excellent charm to be using in this specific instance. I thought so. Uh, Stu, is there anything else you want to throw up or are you okay? Chainsaw arms approach. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to put on my armor of getting attacked first. <laughs> yeah. Is that turning into a hellbore? <laughs> no, I've got um I've got the Everwary Fox. If if like I nothing should get the jump on me. I'm 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 pretty pretty confident. I'm still like happy enough in a jungle. It's Yeah, there's there's nothing <laughs> okay. yeah, there's not mechanically there's nothing else I can really really prepare with so mm-hmm. right okay in which case uh you're i'm not gonna say that this is going to be easy 
this is going to involve in this specific instance because this is going to be a bit of a tough slog this is a stamina survival roll to just work your way into the jungle because it's a little bit wet again this is a, this is a wetter season um it's more of a fog right now but it, it, it's like it's cloying it's still warm and you're going to be dealing with a lot of vines and and green work so either you're going to have to climb around this stuff over and up and around or you're going to have to chop through it All right. or like push your way through it like monster hunter style if anybody plays monster hunter world which i doubt anybody does i do there you go um, <laughs> no that's why i played monster hunter world um so uh Kyre is going to um take a moment to kind of try and just sense the movement of the jungle around him um stepping with a different kind of lightness than than he typically has anywhere else um but making sure to kind of curve himself and and move his own body to work sort of in harmony with the things that are that are hanging so he can disturb as little as possible nice that is a stunt i will give you a two point stunt so that's oh, two additional you. die and one automatic success all right um and you get one willpower back if you were missing one i guess i can't just spend one huh <laughs> Yeah, uh, again. Not. N- no? Stu, no. You would have had to declare it with the roll. Oh, do, it's spending a willpower? Oh, geez. Maybe not. Oh, he already rolled. Um, Did you already. I haven't I haven't rolled yet. No, he hasn't rolled yet. I. Hmm. Uh, this is tough. I don't know. It's okay. Um, we can just say it's a no for now. And, uh, yeah, okay. in, in this case, it, it cannot exceed. Well, no. Here's the thing: if it was a three dot stunt, it could exceed your permanent rating. Right. So you could you would actually go over your permanent rating, so you could theoretically just spend it whenever. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I got to figure out the ruling for okay. that one. Like, it, it's not specific. Um, okay. I. Yeah, I I guess in that sense, declaring a stunt and then you reward willpower before somebody chooses to spend it. That would. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's know. a good point. I, that, uh, in which you. case, if you want, if you want to use the willpower, you can. I'll let you. Um, sure, sure. Why not? All right, um, so that's one. That's two auto successes. Hey. Yeah. Oh. So Rojan was uh, definitely letting Kyer take the lead here because it, he feels it's more Kyer's element. R- Rojan considers just <laughs> turning into a bird and flying through, but uh, I think he's. He's really just watching Kyer's position. He's trying to analyze the way Kyer moves. Like, the, okay. the shift in the way he carries himself, like the way his knees, he, he bends his knees a little bit, his shoulders hunch in, his elbows tuck in, and he's, he just, like the way he slithers between things. Rojan's just kind of trying to do a quick analyze of how he's carrying himself, the way he's moving, and just kind of tries to mimic him and keeps track of every single footstep and every single hand stroke that Kyer's doing to to be able to kind of like follow like water through the path, as minimal as it is that Kyer's making. 
I will give you two dice or two points stunt as well, Stu. So that's two additional dice nice. uh, like and one automatic success. And if you want, you can you can get one point of willpower. Looks like six successes for yes, that Iger. is wild. Uh, six successes on nine dice with two auto successes. That is good. That is very good. Let's see how Rojan does because this might be one of those like you're sliding through there like a knife through butter, and then Rojan is just like, "Stop! No, Rojan's better than you." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Rojan reads Kaya really it, well. <laughs> Sorry, seven I'm just successes. It. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> imagining it is like that 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 talented Mr. Ripley moment where like he just becomes the other dude and you're like oh but he's oh, but better he's a than looter. the other <laughs> <laughs> what's, um, what's great is like I, I can't stop seeing Rojan as Major Armstrong from Full Metal yeah wow yeah. like that's who I see <laughs> just shirtless and sparkling <laughs> and so I just see him like hmm and then I just sort of snaking his body through these vines. I just can't wait until you meet Rojan's sister then. <laughs> I hear she's a real ball buster. Uh, yeah. Uh. Um, okay, well, that's, that's great. Uh, yeah, you both slide through this place naturally. Uh, it, it is eerie. If anybody else was watching this... Um, you're you're at home like this is your element you are both just sort of doing your thing moving in tandem it almost feels like uh synced up except that kair at first you don't really realize it uh but like rojan has perfectly synced um with you to the point that he could actually take the lead and you follow and you it, it wouldn't be an issue um, so you're able to move quickly and deeply into this side of the forest. If you have an idea of what you're looking for, like in terms of clearings or maybe just like one big tree, uh, like, like what exactly are you looking for? Because at this point you can just tell me and you can find something like it. So realistically, I, I think I am just here or Kyra's intent is to just be here among things. Um, I don't know that I'm necessarily like looking for a specific type of spot based on my, uh, based on my intimacies. I, I feel like I believe that if this place wants me here, it will kind of lead me to, to where it is fine with me being. Okay. Well, that's interesting. None of that filled out. In which case, uh, you are definitely enjoying uh, the air quotes forest slash jungle. Mm -hmm. um, the nightlife is out and it's active and your passage does not disturb it. Mm -hmm. So you're hearing chirpings, you're hearing um, nocturnal, like smaller rodents and, and mammals just skittering around uh, the croakings of uh, some amphibians. There's some of the larger mammals, so there's actually sloths in this forest. Nice. Um, not not the big, big kind, but uh, the, a decent-sized kind. 
Um, most of the, the monkeys have gone to sleep, but you can still hear a few hoots and howls from what you're assuming might be gorillas or some other large primate. It, it might be orangutans, who knows. Um, I mean, with a good intelligence lore check, you could probably figure that one out, but that's I, that's only if you really want to, and then go and find them. Uh, j- just because it's nighttime, there are uh, a number of... Oh, well, bats. <laughs> I mean, if you want to attract bats, you can. Uh, like, it's really your call if you want to start bringing things down to yourself. If you want to have, like, a Snow White moment, but with the creatures of the night, <laughs> you're more than welcome to. <laughs> I mean, if anything is is if anything is curious enough to come say hello, like, I, I, I'll do the do the the friendly engagement um but i'm not gonna be uh i don't i I don't want to present myself as as arrogant in this situation okay um all right well if you could just pardon me for one second because i actually have to roll holy smokes that was almost a botch one success Um, on nine dice for our illustrious storyteller how do you do that you know, I really do try. Um, so interestingly, interestingly, uh, what happens is uh, there are a couple of tree frogs that that come down, um, and they actually sort of hop over to you, and you can really notice them because they are bright, brightly colored. Mm. Uh, there is also what appears to be a large-eyed, uh, like large green-eyed lemur, uh, in a tree nearby that is uh, cautiously watching you, and interested. But otherwise, this area seems pretty pretty clear. Unless you want to do a perception awareness. Uh, I will do that. That's a, that's a thing I do. Oh my God, Steve! I have to. <laughs> Is that actually your perception awareness? Yeah, Rojan has two perceptions, zero awareness. Oh, this is bananas! And to you me. got it's a success. I got a success on it. Yeah, that's amazing. I know it is. Bananas. That's why when when he's not paying attention, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just got two successes yeah. on seven dice. Yeah, yeah. Well, here I've actually got to roll again. One sec. Because Rojan is actually looking out right oh. now for things that are beautiful. Like he's he is actually paying attention to the world. Whoa! Wow. Uh, okay. Chase just uh, rolled seven successes on six not dice. An, it's not an essence user, so it's actually only four. Um, okay. Okay. Well, uh, what did you roll, Dan? Two. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. No, there's a there's a lemur out there. Yeah. <laughs> and only a <laughs> lemur. Some, <laughs> some tree frogs. Um, is my uh, actually? I didn't even think of this. Is my spirit detect gland still on, or is this considered a, a different scene? It's, no, it's. Uh, I'll let you both still have yours on. Okay. Um, it's not going to help you against stuff that is stealthing and tracking yeah. you. No, no, no. I know. I know. I, I'm more like just just for the sake of the the flow of energy in this place, seeing where things look to be stronger. Um, cause I imagine there somewhere is going to be some, some God in here who's grumpy. Um, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a safe bet. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that those nine days I tried to roll earlier was me trying to notice you. <laughs> but, 
but somebody was trying to notice you. Uh, as far as you know, like things, things are nice. Um, there's actually a few fireflies out, which is nice because with uh, with that charm on, they do a bit of a uh, a Snow White moment where they fly around. Nice. <laughs> fly around Kair. Um And you're not having a whole lot of luck finding anything that would like even with your your essence sight on like there are not any particularly obvious focal points of essence on this side of the river Mm -hmm. in terms of the forest now the forest is big stretches all the way down it's almost it's almost 500 yeah it's almost 500 miles south to the water uh which is crazy uh you may not cross all of that tonight (laughs) but we can we can continue doing this uh if you guys want to make another perception awareness rule i would let you and i would also return the favor by taking one of my own cool um is this uh is this the kind of thing that um danger sense would help me with not you but if Stu rolls it his charm might have to kick in uh is it specifically um a hidden peril it opposing stealth is a thing <gasps> there we go yes in this case it's not hunting Kair. Stu, I will let you activate your charm that allows you to to sense dangers okay. that are immediate and to you. It's yeah, it's anything it's even anything opposing stealth. Okay. So in which case, yes, you will be opposing this creature's stealth. Also, I rolled nine dice again and got four successes on what people can assume is whatever they want and dan rolled seven dice and got four successes on a perception awareness and i just want to see what Stu gets oh okay um so you both know uh there is stop out rolling me with less dice (laughs) there is a large jaguar there's a large male jaguar that is not interested in Kyer in, in the slightest, but has taken a real interest in in Rojan and is setting up to do the pounce and snap on the back of your neck. So like he's gearing up, you know he's behind you. You can actually hear the process of him like padding down, getting ready to do that launch where then like claws in the back teeth in the back of your neck, crunch. Mm. Um, both of us have noticed this? <laughs> yeah, you both know. Okay. I am... Uh, Kyra is immediately going to um, kind of uh, pivot and uh, launch himself out in front of Rojan, um, trying to make himself look a little bigger. And uh, sort of trying to, to, I guess I spotted the thing, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, you both have. So I want to immediately lock eyes with it uh, okay. and just um, like arms out, uh, let out like a really quick, curt, um, kind of like, ha! 
sound um, just to try and stop it. Okay. That sounds like a... In this case, that's kind of a... I think that's a charisma survival. Cool. Do I get a little little stunty stunt for that? Yeah, I'll give you... I'll give you a one-point stunt for that. Uh, no, you know what? I'll give you a two-point stunt. Oh, I want to see how this goes. So that's two, success, or two, uh, two extra dice, one automatic success, and a willpower. Um... So, uh, actually, one of the things that I learned about the willpower regain uh, in the other Exalted game that I'm playing um, is that the willpower you get back, I think it's only the first time you get a major stunt in the scene. Oh. Like, I don't think you can keep getting willpower back. Could you imagine? That would be so good. Makes sense. Yeah, willpower is meant to be a little bit Okay, well, yeah, I'll... You know what? I'll look that up um, when we're offline because mm-hmm. I've just been giving it to you guys. But uh, yeah, that that could be exploitative. Uh, in which case, yeah, just uh, take the dice and the auto success for now. I will. And uh, charisma Rogen, survival, you said. Yes, charisma survival. And Rogan, you're okay just watching this all play out. Like you know what's happening. Yeah, I think I think Rogan probably reacts to everything slower than. Kyer. Uh but I think is that three? That's a three. Wow! Yeah. Hey, it worked. Guess what? It worked because I'm looking at this thing's. Uh, in this case, resolve. I think it's resolve. It's resolve. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Yeah, very this thing's high. resolve. Yeah, it. Uh, um, you did yeah. it. So yes. you actually startle it. Um, you see it go flat for a second, and then its ears sort of like drop and it growls and then it starts prowling away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to, after I've done that, see it like stand up, give a very, uh, curt, like, like hand over my heart and a curt little like nod to it as it leaves. Um, <laughs> okay. and then turn back, making my way through the jungle. Cool. Like, All right, so I thank you for not aggressing. I'm sorry to have taken this meal from you. <laughs> um, okay, and I'm about to make another roll. I apologize. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, now a giant robot jaguar attacks. <laughs> <laughs> giant robot jaguar okay so um you are able to proceed through the forest as you like um i'm gonna give you one more perception awareness sounds good if you want it definitely still looking out for pretty things Oh, I wish that was a one. I wish you had. I wish you would punch so bad, man. He did. Uh, I did. Um, now, now that it's important, that wasn't something I could use danger sense for, right? Oh man, this just became such a magically interesting moment. So Dan rolled seven dice. On seven dice, he scored no successes but in fact got two ones, which means Dan has botched. Um, Dan, you are definitely the giver of botches in this game. Yeah. I think. <laughs> and I appreciate it. 
You hear, or at least you think that you hear. Oh, this is Dan. great because I'm oh, so Dan. imperceptive and so trusting that this counts like we both botched. I <laughs> know, oh, yeah, it's perfect. So, this is perfect. In the opposite direction from where the Jaguar was, uh, you, you could just, you're convinced. You can hear the voices and sounds it, just for the briefest of moments of, of somebody cutting wood. Like a th- a thwang or and a thunk of of like almost like somebody and like disturbing this this tranquil place, mm. and it it's it's like it's surprising. You're not sure why you're hearing it here, but you're really sure somebody's cutting wood down somewhere, or at least started and then stopped. So, without explanation, <laughs> Kyer is going to kind of like snap around to attention. Uh, like his, his ears pricking up a little bit, mutter, oh, you idiot. And like, not sprint off, but like kind of at an increased pace, still trying to, to move through how I have been, uh, but kind of jog in, in that direction. Amazing. Um, are you wearing any armor? Uh, yeah, I've got a buff jacket. Cool. Wow, buff jacket. Uh, what kind of toughness is that? What uh, what's the? Uh, it's a what's the plus three soak. Plus three soak. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out how this plays out. Um, okay, so here's what happens. Uh, you start moving in that direction. Uh, and that's fine. That sounds great. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Stu, what does Rogan want to do? He's just following. <laughs> okay. Rojan's um, just like saw Kyer concerned about something and Rojan generally lives in his own little world and it's established that like Kyer is the front man in here. So like it's two two points to zero for just whatever Kyer is concerned with is like that's where we're going. So just like same as before, just whatever path he's taking, Rojan's trying to copy it. Cool. All right, just give me one second because I need to try and paste something, and we will see. If it as works. long as it's not Rojan. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm trying to paste you. Okay, in in well, I was gonna say yeah. No, in this specific case, uh, the person being loudest and uh, who has responded in the most unusual fashion is Kyer. So Kyer, uh, you're about to get hit with a sneak attack. All right. Um, so this is not a joint battle. This is just an attack that will initiate battle once it lands. And actually, uh, just so that we all understand. Automatically, join battle is a reflexive action that automatically occurs for all characters at the beginning of combat. But this is a sneak attack before join battle occurs. So what you could do is do a join battle roll, and then do one round of just the sneak attacker, and then start a proper round of battle. So that way, like it's a, what I imagine would probably be a withering attack. Um, Unexpected attacks are either an ambush or surprise attack. An ambush is defined as a hubadu. A surprise attack is an attack launched from hiding against an opponent. 
knows he's in battle. No, yep. so it's an ambush. Uh, completely unaware of the attacker's presence, generally only possible during the first round of a fight. So it's during the first round against a target with lower initiative value than the attacker. Okay, what's the surprise attack then? A surprise attack is an attack from hiding against a, an opponent who knows he's in battle. So someone who's actively looking out for attacks. So this is an ambush. Ooh, okay. It's on page 203. So then, yes, this is an ambush. Thank an you. ambush attack completely ignores the target's defense. The target is considered to have defense zero against the attack. But it has to get be against a target with a lower initiative value. So I don't know how that okay, happens. In which case, so then, yes, we have battle. to join. Well, we, we all have to roll join battle then. And then the other thing that you could do um, to make it more likely that I have a lower initiative is give me a penalty to join battle because of the botch. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll give you a negative one penalty uh, because of the botch. Uh, I've already played with your auditory senses. So, yeah, negative one penalty seems more than fair. Cool. And we are going to... Okay, I need to close Bela, because he's not the one stalking you, sorry. Imagine that he was. That would be awesome. I want to give you fruit! <laughs> How are you so quiet in this place? You big silly man. <laughs> I have very small feet. Um, so it's wit awareness for join battle. Yep. Yeah. I'm working on it right now. And then plus three. Oh, this is going to be fun. One. So that's three. Hey, I got a success. Nice. I got three? Oh, god damn it. <laughs> you have three auto successes? It's okay, you're... Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, you always, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you always yeah. get three successes. Right, right, right. Uh, so, uh, even with the minus one, Kyer got eight successes. <laughs> Jeez, that's bananas. That's okay, already a pretty so... strong decisive attack. Oh man, oh man, oh man, so oh man. The ambusher has the um, lowest initiative. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so she let's uh let's do an initiative tracker now. Let's set it up. I don't know why I didn't set it up prior, but we we're gonna set it up now. That is weird. Yeah, we're gonna have to look at that, because that feels so weird to me. It is kind of strange, right? Like I'm I'm not upset, because it means I don't like accidentally kill you. <laughs> I had him hit. Um, I've got health boxes to spare. <laughs> I know you do. Um, okay, so uh, base initiative is always three, so you just add whatever successes you had to that. So I'm going to put question mark is going at six. Stu, what are you going at? I did my uh, So four. you're going no, at seven? Four. I threw my autos in there. We both did. We both did autos successes in our rolls. So you're going at no, you got four yes. successes total, right? Yeah. So then you're no. going at seven because you started That's base three. Four includes the base three. I rolled one success. Why did you include the base three? Oh, you all included yes. the base three. Yeah. I'm yes. the only one who didn't. There we go. Now wow. we're on the same page. Uh, okay. So then you're four. Wow, really? Rojan, you're that far down? Rojan. Three dice, of course. Hey, you know, you gotta work on that. No. And then, um, <laughs> so then eight. Yeah, I guess eight. I guess the way you could also flavor it is, like, if, if you end up still getting a higher initiative than the person attacking, they can, like, jump out for a sneak attack, but just fail. 
Yeah, it, it, it's like, like, like the, they they rustled the leaves in the bush a little bit too much. Yeah. Yeah, and in I would say in this case that is what's happening. So, the the assailant, uh, who is actually up in the trees aiming down, you can hear you can hear their movements, and you know that they're behind you. And suddenly it makes sense that maybe that sound in front of you was them (laughs) (laughs) and you know that they're moving with hostile intent alright yeah because the stealth succeeds some people are playing that then you're aware something is there or dangerous you don't know what it is but then if you hold they get a surprise attack because you're kind of waiting so then you get a minus two defense instead of just flat no defense because the, the the ultimate situation here is you're aware enough that something bad is coming, but you still didn't break the stealth roll. Yeah, you guys definitely didn't break it. So, like, you, you know the assailant is somewhere up in the trees. You know something bad's coming. You just don't know what it is. Also, like, you have... I'm pretty sure you have danger sense. So I can't just surprise attack you. Well, I mean, danger sense only gives you an extra die on perception awareness, uh... To detect danger. Right. Should have remembered that when you wrote perception awareness. <laughs> so good. That's why. I had, <laughs> that's that's why I'd asked before. Yeah, that's my bad. That's my bad. So Sometimes good. I forget All about good. danger sense. Um. Okay. So you are at the top. Uh, you have an idea of where the assailant is, but you can't pin them down. You know that they're moving next. Okay. Um, what can I do? So, so the interesting thing is that full defense action, I think it's plus two or plus three defense. It's plus three defense, and isn't it? And then that, like the, the surprise attack then, it gives you a minus two, but the full defense gives you a plus three. So you, you kind of steal yourself and you actually get a bonus to the defense despite see, you know being surprised by the attack, which is mechanically interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. So plus three. That's plus three to the overall calculation. So then you would add that to everything else, and then divide by two. No. Correct. It's not no, just. No, it's plus, a flat. It's a plus it, three wow, to the, plus the static. Three. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's that's not huge, plus three parrier plus three or yeah yeah it is plus three parrier whatever not divided by two. Yeah, plus three yeah. parrier dodge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is big. Um, so I think I'm going to do that then because I've got uh, my weapon is in stick form right now. Um, so I'm going to just um, like slide it up my hands, take it, uh, take it in in both hands, um, and uh, sort of adopt like kind of a, a ready stance, like looking up into the trees, um, but preparing to sort of jump out of the way of anything. Um, and I just want to quickly call out, who's there? All right. And so then in response, uh, big question mark at tick six is going to roll the hit. That is a, it was a defense action as well. 
Yes, okay. so then that your defense is, whatever your defense is, it's plus three. So if you could call that out right now so I know what I'm uh, trying yeah. to beat. Uh, the evasion at this point would be seven. Okay. And the surprise is a minus two. Surprise. Okay, that's actually good to know. So, I'll so just... it would be five, I guess. Oh, there we go. No, that was minus two. Um, okay, wow. so... <sighs> Sorry, Stu, does it have to be um, a decisive attack? Or is this no, just a, it, this is it this is the just a hit, right? Decisive. I will double check, but I don't think so. Okay. All right. So the, I mean, this is the attack roll to hit. Um. So that hits. Mm -hmm. Uh. <laughs> in which case, uh, this is actually this is a withering attack. Mm -hmm. Um, but it does have the knockdown tag. And I'm wondering, does knockdown apply? when you are doing withering oh I hate weapons the weapon section's in the back oh god why do I keep grabbing the book I just, <laughs> just gotta search for it the instance of the word knockdown occurs twice in this book yep and neither of them are uh... <laughs> that's prone, absurd no there's a, there's a tag it's like it'll be prone uh, I'm looking for something that causes knockdown. It'll be a weapon tag. So there's cutting, bashing, subtle, thrown, special. Weapon is an unusual property explained in the description. So I don't understand what you're looking for. I'm looking for knockdown as a tag, but it doesn't exist. So what's what's the weapon? Uh, the weapon is a blowgun. That's shooting an essence explosion. But yes, uh, Stu's got the right of it. It should be knocked prone. Okay. In which case... Let's just go there. So 220... I think it's uh, 202. 202. Certain attacks, such as smashing attacks made by hammers or thrown by a grappler, can leave a character prone. Knocked fully on the ground, a prone character must take a rise from prone combat action to regain their footing. As long as the character is prone, they suffer a negative one penalty to their parry and a negative two penalty to evasion. So then smashing, I guess it would be the smashing tag? No, it would be more than that because I think smash fist is smashing because it's smashy. <laughs> <laughs> No, smashing tag applies to something like hammers. So something big. Smash and this is hitting like smashing, an explosion. Has the smashing tag. Yeah, there's Are you no serious? way. No. You can I mean No. No, it Seriously? says right here. Dude, yep, smashing attacks my weapons made just by... got so much better. <laughs> yeah, you can you can blow people over. It's That's bananas. hilarious. Unless that's not the intent, but whatever. Um, okay, so being prone. Basically, what's happening is there's an individual up in the tree, uh, has what appears to be a blowgun made out of... Well, you can't really tell at this point, but uh, what they've done is they've just blown on it and Fusro Dodd out of the end. 
and it just smacked you. <laughs> it just smacked you in in a good and proper way, uh, Kair. And what that has done is it's not doing damage per se as much as it is just uh, uh, setting you prone. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah. She... Uh, so, sorry, I'm reading Smashing right here. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it sacrifices one defense until the character's next turn, costs two initiative to attempt. If successful, they knock the opponent back one rage band or knock them prone. Um, so, yeah, that's... So it can make smash attacks. Yeah, yeah. So the intent is, yeah. So the intent is to knock you prone. Yeah. So a shot that knocks you prone. Um, and c it does it have to be decisive? Uh, it doesn't say. Oh Jesus! God damn it! So I'm, I'm <laughs> going to assume no then. Okay. In which case, uh, we'll just go with it. We'll say it's a uh, um, not decisive. It's a withering attack. Uh, your defense was five, beat you by two. So her initiative goes up by one, two, so she'll, uh, so three, right? So one for hitting and then two for beating your defense. Uh, doesn't, doesn't uh, she roll the number that she ex exceeded? Right. So two on her damage. And her damage, one second. Her damage is. Yes, yeah, so it's two plus her damage. Okay. Oh, this is going to be fun. Okay. Okay, so the blast itself is not designed to hurt you, mm -hmm. uh, but she did the extra, the extra two rollover, so that'll count. There you go. <laughs> okay. So she gets... This is such a weird case. She gets... Okay, yeah, so it doesn't change anything in initiative, but it does knock me prone. Well, no, she does move up it, one because she hits It still you. does normal... Okay. It was withering, you said? It would still do yeah, normal withering. withering damage. Right. But that particular ammo choice doesn't, doesn't do damage. damage. Okay. All right. No. Neat. So she'll just go up by one. It's just designed yep. to knock people down. Right. Huh. Um. Okay. And then Rojan, uh, you get <laughs> you get to see what is effectively a wave of sound shoot down from the trees, actually part leaves and break branches and smoke Kyir in the back and slam him into the ground. <laughs> So, uh, how are you going to handle that, man? Do I know where it came from? Like, I could trace back. Yep. Okay. How, how? Oh, yeah. There is a person in You the already tree. said she. How high up is she? I would say, like, a hop, skip, and a jump. As in... So, like, an athletics action to get up there. Oh, uh, can, can I ask the difficulty of the athletics action before I consider trying? Well, she just cleared things out a bit, so it's not going to be too hard. I would say probably difficulty one or two. <laughs> can I ask if it's difficulty one or two? Because <laughs> that matters. Yeah, I would give you difficulty <laughs> difficulty one okay. to get up to her if you need to flurry excellent, to smack excellent, her excellent. or something. 
Okay, so let's actually set the scene before you attack. So what happens? Just yes, thank you. Um, yeah, just uh, just so the uh, just so that we understand everything that just happened. Um, the only reason you know it's a woman is because yes. I said she. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my bad. Otherwise, this this individual uh, specifically is wearing. Um, Wearing a cape made out of what appears to be um, fallen amber leaves. Has a mask on made out of antlers that instead of the antlers pointing up, um, there are multiple antlers and they're all sort of curved inward. inward um, so that all of the points sort of meet and intersect at the face. And... Specifically, they're curved in such a way so that they all meet at one point where her right eye is. And so her eye is looking out of the hole that, that it still exists where all of those horns are. So it's, it's, a, it's a very dark black mask. It's tied in place um, with what looks to just be uh, twine or, or some kind of uh, improvised rope from either weaved from whatever <laughs> in the forest she's also she's wearing mostly what looks to be leaves or uh, some kind of like jute like everything looks to be as though it were made from something in this jungle all the way down to her boots which are more moccasin than anything uh, she is holding what appears to be a long and ornate with all kinds of elaborate symbols and bones and things hanging off of it blowgun and from it she shot forth that what was effectively a sonic blast in and you can see this very clearly rojan so this is important it was infused with essence she blew essence into the gun and transformed it into this effect and it smoked <laughs> guy here in the back and slammed okay. him down okay um hmm. rojan does he recognize the shape of any of the bones hanging off of her weapon uh, yes, there is definitely a, there's a hellbore tusk, there's a river dragon fang, nice. uh, there are a number of sort of, uh, forest slash jungle deer horns, uh, there's something that appears to be fashioned out of an elephant okay. tusk, um, so it's, it's like large bones, but it's like the tips of them, and oh, then, okay the the entire thing's curved and it and it the focus point is right yeah. where her eye is okay uh rojan is going to uh start running up towards her and like leaping up branches one at a time to get a little bit closer and he's going to be calling out to her hey d I, do you know where i can find the the spirit of the forest <laughs> and sorry in what language uh, in for, for speak give me a second 
It's your lucky day. Um, and <laughs> as cool. as he's kind of approaching, getting close to her, he's uh, he's pulling out Smash Fist here. So I, I don't think this has happened yet. So Essence is kind of shooting out from underneath his bracers and solidifies into a massive pair of, like, fighting robot fists. <laughs> Effectively, yep. <laughs> just like giant ass, like um, foul, savage-looking, articulated plate gauntlets with like flanges on the knuckles, and it's brilliant moon silver. Like it looks, they're they're meant to just fuck people up. Perfect. And so he's gonna leap up branch to branch as he gets close, and almost kind of make it look like he's lunging at her, and he's instead gonna hook his left hand on the branch that she's standing on, jump up behind her, and give her an uppercut to the tailbone. Oh, okay. God. So, that would be... That would be... Um, that's a flurry. So oh, to get up an, to it? Uh, okay. okay, that's fine. Yeah. Because remember, it was an athletics sure. check to get up. Um... So uh, that's a flurry, so athletics check and then the attack, but you are definitely in this situation going to get a a two-point stun, so two dice, one automatic success, and of course you can take the willpower if you would like it. Um, It's a difficulty, uh, I already told you, difficulty one to get up there. So um, yeah, just because you aren't using any of their charms to make yourself lighter or do any of that bullshit, so uh, you you definitely have to flurry to get there. That is fair. Um, so, as I recall, flurries are a negative two to start and then a negative three. When a character flurries, he suffers minus three to both actions. <laughs> so, oh, okay. I'm not so get up there. This will be good. Okay, so we will see if that awesome thing you described happens, or if you just fall. Okay, <laughs> get some essence going, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm absolutely gonna have to do that. Um, okay, so let's start with. Uh, I'm gonna. It's one auto success from the stunt, so I don't mm-hmm. need to. That'll okay, apply so for both. Okay, so then I don't need to boost the athletics roll. Right, because you just pass it, which yeah. is great. <laughs> because it's pretty funny actually three, that's funny to think about <laughs> I have zero dice to roll <laughs> okay so sorry just give me one second I gotta calculate her, her, her uh, actually her parry her, isn't yeah, gonna let me know, here because let me know she, her, her defenses because I may want to yeah, boost give me one second uh, does she have a dodge and yeah there's no uh, there's no social attack or anything behind the the calling out like I'm, I'm looking for the the forest spirit. Four, <laughs> so that's six. I'm seeking the four. Okay, she's just yeah, she's got an evasion of three right now. Ooh. Um, uh, so yeah, that's not gonna work out very well for her. And she is not stunting because she did not expect As this. Well, she shouldn't. So sorry. The, the oh, I would have had. Sorry, I would have meteoric ass. I would have punch. had two extra dice from the stunt on that previously. So I wasn't rolling zero; I was rolling two, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> so is this? Uh, this is going to yes. be a withering attack, correct? 
Okay. I th- yeah. This will be interesting. Um, it's three. I. Are you making a smashing attack no. with it? No, this is just normal. Okay. I thought about it because ass punching somebody off of a tree would ass be right really off funny. the branch. Like. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm so I'm gonna spend three essence here uh, for three extra dice, and that's it. <laughs> uh, something stirs inside of yeah. these two. Oh. Um, <gasps> It's, I didn't even think of that. Well, it, de- it depends. It depends. Yeah, something if this if this is actually drawing forth a major intimacy. Well, I'm going to double check the reading real quick. Um, why don't you? Why don't we resolve this and then I'll go double check the wording. Okay. Well, her defense was three. Yeah. You beat yes. it by nine. <laughs> so you get one success for or you you move up the tracker by one just for hitting and let's see how much further you go nine plus the damage oh she's gonna crash yeah she is probably about to crash but we will see yeah (gasps) what the okay wait no it's withering so tens counts so that's smash fist does 10 damage so 10 plus nine so i rolled 19 dice 13 successes that's pretty good Wow. Yeah. Okay, she's at seven. You dropped her by thirteen. Just to negative she's in negative crash. six. Yeah, she's a negative yeah. six. She is in crash in a bad way. I think what was what was Stu at four? Yes. Well he, he moved up to five yeah. because he successfully hit, so he is now at I think twenty eight. For real? Yeah. He'd be at eighteen for the successes. Oh no! Uh, oh, does she have any? Does she have any soak? He'd be at nineteen. Uh, not right now. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, no. She's wearing. She's wearing leaves, bud. So he's at nineteen. He he gets. I think uh, plus ten for crashing her, though, doesn't he? Uh, plus five, isn't it? Here, give me one second. Uh, crash, crash, crash. Plus five. An initiative break bonus is, is plus five. five. Okay. Okay. Yeah, plus five. Okay, so you would be at 19, so you are at 24. Holy shit. Yeah, Rojin just jumped to 24. And this is how you kill people if you want to. Oh my god. That's a terrifying number. That's why you don't let people... Hadouken you in the tailbone <laughs> with artifacts. That's why fists. you always <laughs> you always leave a note. Okay, so you shoot up into the trees. Say do you know where we can find the forest spirit? And then she's able to basically shift her weight just in time to place her blowgun in front of you your smash fists hit it knock it into her face and knock her backwards and she actually slides as bark shoots up and scatters down further along (laughs) further along one of the branches but you you crash her so after that she's basically spinning lands like 
with one knee on the ground and one of her elbows on the ground because she falls from the tree and is just looking up. <laughs> and that's round <laughs> one. So round two, Rojan is at 24. Kair is at eight. And uh, our mystery woman is crashed at negative six. I feel like you could pull off a pretty legitimate grapple gambit. Yeah, right that's now. exactly what I'm looking up. <laughs> yeah, yep. let me know how this goes. I, I would uh, like to point out the fact that all of this happened while my face was in the yet. dirt, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> so... Rojan's going to do two things. So you're gonna get... I'm gonna hit the ground, look up, and you're both gonna be on the ground yeah. grappled. Yeah. Oh man. Holy shit. <laughs> now the, it's kind of a waste because I think the initiative you lose, really. Like it doesn't end up doing a lot for you. When you don't grapple. lose all of it. Um, you lose some. And then you get to like you get to make a roll a roll of how many rounds you'll have control yeah. over them. I just wish the initiative um, would turn into keep... longer control, but that doesn't seem to be the case. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. That's okay. But it means that you still got like massive initiative. I could so do it over do and a over and attack. over. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. yeah. So explain explain okay. what it is you want to do. Also, uh, she resets in if three she turns, goes I think. without getting yeah. hit. Uh, I doubt right. that will be the case. So that's fair. Seeing her, uh, she she took a, a knee and an elbow on the ground. Yeah, and she's like staring up. So she's she's in a vulnerable position. She's not really prone. But she's also like, yeah, yeah. she's she's uh, broken. Just like <laughs> this is your opportunity. Just like frog so so on yeah, her. Ro- Ro- <laughs> from that uppercut up, Rojan's gonna keep his momentum going. He's gonna kind of catch the branch that she was on with both of his hands, get both of his feet on top, and he's gonna kind of slowly lean forward, like he's gonna slide forward off of it until his hands are behind him and he's his body is pointed right at her and he's just going to leap off this branch as hard as he can. <laughs> and he... Are his legs going to curl oh, back yeah, as yeah. he yeah, like he's it. on his haunches as he curls, oh, as he wow. wraps and like spins around this branch and he's just going to explode out from this branch. And he's going to slam down onto okay. her and he's just going to like bury smash fist into both of her elbows and land on her knees on, on like her, the inside of her thighs with his knees and just like, just get a pretty standard upper guard on her and just, just absolutely flatten her into the ground. Hopefully landing with enough force to actually bury her in mud and leaves. Cool. So, from an actual attack standpoint, I'm what is ju- that? I'm just Are doing you gonna yeah, grapple? a grapple gambit. Okay, in which case, that's, like, honestly, the description, I'm, I'm going to give it a three points done. <laughs> yeah. You might as well get three points done, because nice. we're almost at the end of the night. So, that's um, two dice, two auto successes, uh, and then two points of willpower, which may exceed your permanent rating. Not no, I, I'm tapped off. Of, I'm going to use a willpower right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, her defense right now um, is. Okay. Give me one I second. don't know if cra- does crashing affect your defense. I don't think it does, but I could be mistaken. It crashing does okay. not affect your defense. You okay. still have to land the attack, but if you do land the attack, her yeah. she has no hardness. Okay. Okay, so one second, it is, so plus one, um, nine divided by two is four, rounded up is five. Okay. Uh, um, but I think she has onslaught penalty. Well, no, she, we, we yeah. all reset. Also, everybody recovers yeah. essence. No, so it's, it's just five. five. Okay, then I will spend... Four moats for two auto successes. I mean, I could stunt her oh, defense, well, thank you. but I'm not. Because I'm not sure. Oh, Jesus, it wouldn't matter. Okay, so those successes don't really amount to anything aside from grapple. Yeah, so let's make sure. Do, do, do. Uh, so grappling just for is, everybody. Oh, yeah, don't. No, this, yeah. this isn't damage. Yeah. Yeah, this is a the grapple gambit has been initiated. You've got ten well, successes on that. That six was to dice. hit, right? You need to roll the initiative to get the difficulty two. Yep. So I would need two successes on whatever my initiative is. Uh, it's twenty four right now. Okay. What the hell is that? <laughs> okay. So twenty four dice. Did he make it? Fifteen successes. So now we yeah. so, so now we make a control roll. This is opposed strength plus brawl or martial arts between the grappler and the target. Oh, interesting. Um, let's see how that goes. Uh, no negative modifiers because you control it, or no, we have it's, to. Roll it's for not control. a roll for control. It's if if I'm. It's. Yeah, it, it kind of depends what goes on here. Okay, so uh, she is starting to feel legitimately threatened by you. So I think she is probably going to start to use her excellency. Um, so let's do it. Okay. Yeah, so if, if she wins... Uh Um, then she will escape the grapple on her next turn. Cool. And otherwise, it's how many rounds oh, uh, she has. Um, that's poopy roll. That's a bad place for a bad roll. Okay, sweet match. That, that is no, though. That is just two good rolls, Stu. Poopy. <laughs> that's just no. Two I got good rolls. three successes. Uh, on shows is not cool. Should the target win or tie, yeah. then the target escapes the grapple on his next on turn. On the next turn. So this this turn, yeah. I get to do a thing. Okay. Oh. So just for just to set the scene for everybody listening, like Stu does that incredible, like sort of almost ballet esque jump into the air, thrusting his body forward, arms back, and then as he makes contact, wraps his arms around. Uh, this particular individual uh, trying to push pressure down to to pin her to the ground. You hear a young teenager's cry when that happens, but this teenager puts up one heck of a fight and is really struggling to get out of this grapple in a fashion that you would not expect. 
Uh, it's also important to note that, that she is smaller than you would have expected from that enormous blast she let out of that blowgun. <sighs> okay. Um, she's slipping out. Knowing mm-hmm. that she's smaller and younger than I expect, Rojan is going to savage her. And it's going to be withering, not decisive. Okay. So okay. he auto-hits with the withering, is my understanding. Does this happen next round, or does this all happen as part of the, the because initial... I, because he hits with the grapple, you immediately choose a grapple effect. And then she's like she still gets okay. to act, yep. because we matched on numbers okay so then you're just gonna like destroy her I'm just gonna wreck her initiative further okay in which case uh, go right ahead um, I don't think she can resist against it you know she has no hardness yeah she's got descent, uh, or, def- or no, defense, uh, defense. No, defense so zero defense and she's crashed zero. so it's armor zero yeah um, I'm just trying to so you're basically just yeah, eating. I can feel that she's initiative. slipping out, so I'm just gonna like <laughs> flip her over and smash her face into the mud as much as I can. <laughs> oh my god, this is horrible. Okay, uh, continue, continue the joke. <laughs> well, because otherwise, otherwise I roll this decisive and I fucking kill her, uh, and I don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> like that's super not cool. Right, well, I'm just interested in seeing where this goes because I, I don't, don't either. Actually know I think yet. this this is gonna. I'm gonna just be chasing her down, trying to grapple with her until. <laughs> and uh, okay, an unarmed attack roll. Sorry. So, Kai, yeah, Kair, you get to just watch. He's all not of this. Um, <laughs> Depends, I guess. Yeah. From your knees. No, yeah, I'm, like I, I'm like, on oh, my face. I got hit in the back. He's, and he's away. Still oh my out. god! Yeah, he has to I take a turn to get yet. up. He has to take a turn to get up. This has all happened in three seconds. Like, oh my god, this is funny. Yeah. This is so funny. What a game. That's what so that, that's that's the hit roll for the withering attack. Right. I have to increase my my bar now. I don't go that high. So okay. we roll so, withering damage. Here. It's only nine. Yeah, it's nine more than I have. I, I actually tapped out okay. at 24. You were lucky, but yeah. now... Oh, undo. God damn it, Excel. Insert. Shift cells down. So that'll put you up to 30... Something. <laughs> 30 something. Uh, okay. 33? I trust you. I'll write that down. Here, so 26, 27. Do you not, uh, it would be 33, though. Do you not lose some initiative for doing the grapple? That's what I'm trying to look up right now. The the difficulty plus one, so I lose three. Okay, so then you go down to 30. Nice round 30. That's... Yeah, you know, that's uh, that's tough. Um, and sorry, you did how much to her? Uh, whatever that last roll was, nine. 
Nine. Okay, so then she drops. Negative 15. Oh, she drops hard. So, cut. Well, the uh, the problem is I forgot to move her number. So, she was at negative six. Yep. You said she drops nine. So <laughs> While doing that, Rojan is still saying uh, in forest speak, I don't want to hurt you. I just want to meet the forest spirit. <laughs> okay. Oh <laughs> uh, god, that's just like air. Uh, what? Yeah, airplane. When they're like shaking um, <laughs> the woman, just slapping. Oh god! <laughs> it's uh, our Mars attacks with the translator. Like, don't run. We are oh, your friends. God. Yeah, this is bad. Okay, she, um, she started the fight. Right. <laughs> she did. She did. You're right. She's lucky we're not she ending did. it. Um, so top of the round, guys. Well, no, 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 no. Well, no, 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 no. not even that was, that was that was yeah. just Stu. So Kyer. Yeah. Uh, so Kyer is going to like lift his head up out of the muck, um, and immediately see, uh, like Rojan with this like small, weirdly lithe person slammed into the mud. Uh, I will use a combat action to rise from prone. There you go. Um, so you rise from prone. Does she still have her weapon in her hand? Uh, you can see that she's clutching it. She's actually trying to get it between her and Rojan. Okay. Um, Anything as leverage <laughs> to get away from what has turned out to be a horrible handsome man. Um... So I think yeah, I guess like I I don't really know what the the rules are for assisting in this grapple. <laughs> so you're no longer prone. Yeah, your combat action was to stand up. So uh, are yeah. you able to do anything else without flurrying? No, I could pretty much just move. Um, I uh, so I I'll let a, I will have heard him. <laughs> <laughs> As he's basically slamming this this young small body around. Uh, here's a quick question: uh, Do we know Go the ahead. name of the god of this forest? Uh, with an intelligence occult roll, yes. And I'll just give it to both of you now. You don't. It doesn't count as an action. Okay. So. Okay. Um, I hate you, Stu. With, yeah. With three. It's not yes, my fault. What the fuck is up? Like, you are just one step ahead of him every freaking roll. Um, so, uh, Dan got three on ten dice. Four on Stu eight. Got four on eight. Um, so, you both know uh, the forest god, uh, his name is actually Taboo in town. Uh, you're not allowed to say it, but it's Obadan. Thank you. Obi-Dan. Obi-Dan. Alright. So, uh, I, I'm going to, uh, kind of stand off and shake some of the, shake some of the mud off, uh, and just say out in, uh, in forest tongue, um, like, as well, it's, it's alright. We don't want to fight. 
And uh, my friend wishes to speak to Obi Dan. <laughs> okay. So uh, that is your action. As a response, um, Stu, as you are so intimately close to her, uh, you can feel her body stiffen with the mention mm-hmm. of the name Obadan. Um, and then it's her turn. And does she? Do we do another control? No, roll? she breaks free. She is free of the yeah. grapple now. Yes. Can she act? Yep. Okay. Then her action is to sprint away and touch the nearest tree. And then what happens is there's an eruption of light on her forehead as her case mark appears. And for just a minute, you can actually see it. It's it, it it's actually... It's not the same as when your case marks blow because Stu, yours is so like uh, silver um, moonlight, and Dan Kyers is uh, is the sun. This is different. This is a circle of leaves, and this is glowing amber light. Mm. So she touches the tree, and melts into it, and disappears. No, be dead. And that's battle, guys. <laughs> Just like go knock on the tree. Uh, well, that was unexpected. Um, I'm gonna just extend a hand to let Roge it up. Yeah, gladly take it. Yeah, that was sorry. I I didn't I didn't see her in time. I didn't see her in time. Okay, perception awareness. Oh, no. Gladly. Uh, plus one. Oh, okay. Plus one to the plus, roll. Like auto success or one okay. extra die? A one extra die. Yeah, I take God one. Damn, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got one. Okay, uh, so the light appears again, this time higher up in a larger, taller tree. It's shining down on you because she has emerged from that part of that larger tree further away. Mm. Looking down, shining this amber light that is shifting the shadows uh, and illuminating the the forest. She says, what do you want with Obadan? I'll just look at uh, Rojan. In forest speak, by the way. Um, look at Rojan to kind of say, like, well, look, what do you want with Rojan? <laughs> well, there's a lot of conflict here, and I would like an audience with Obadan, and I think Obadan is probably not happy with things that are happening right now. I've recently come to the the blight of the town, and I feel I represent a change. Ooh, let's see if you're talking to anything she likes. Did I write her to resolve? Of course I didn't. (laughs) So, sorry, I've just got to write her resolve right now. Because it sounds like you're trying to cause shit. (laughs) I didn't think that was trying to cause shit, but you never know. 
Um, what is resolve again? Resolve is integrity plus wits. Oh, you're gonna crush her stew. Okay, so like he just did. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like literally and, oh, and verbally. Um, okay, so uh, she has a base resolve of four, but she does have a bunch of intimacies. Uh, but you have just asked... Oh my god. You just used a magic word. <laughs> she has an intimacy uh, towards... Um, the cycle of life needs change. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. And it's major. Yeah. So her resolve, which would be four, has been reduced. When it's yeah. major, I think it's by two. Um... Oh boy. Okay, so uh, roll that out to see if she will be interested in what you're saying. Also, keep in mind you are prettier than her. That doesn't her matter, remember? By... We looked into that. You couldn't find that rule. Oh, it doesn't. Right. Doesn't matter. So why does it matter uh, that you're it's prettier? It's like stunting bonus dice, basically. And it's uh, it's a lowered... It's additional dice or lowered resolve? It's additional dice. Their resolve doesn't go down. I get additional dice. And it's based okay, off of cool. their root. It's their base um, so, resolve. So it would be off of her four, not her intimacy affected two. Okay. Well, yep. I mean, you got to beat um, two. <laughs> as part of what I'm saying, uh, I'd be gesturing with my hands and letting the smash fist dissipate. I'm releasing the essence from that and letting that go away. Because that's really the only other thing I would have done as a, as a stunt to that. Because I didn't know I was making a social attack, but I'm perfectly willing to. <laughs> okay. Um, I will give you a one-point stun. That is plenty. That's two dice. Also, sorry. Sorry, Dan. <laughs> Hopefully, you also get to say something if you want. Oh, whatever. He's the talker. He is a talker. He's also the beater of I, small girls. I thought you were going to say, I want to live here, but you said, I don't know, what the fuck do you want with Overtime? <laughs> well, it, it seemed like that was that was the way it would go. I don't think she's in charge. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah you beat her in a big way. Um, cool. So, yeah, you beat her in a big way. Let, okay, so let's just go over exactly what you said again. You said... I would like to an audience with Obadan because I've recently come to uh, the place that I assume Obadan considers a blight and I feel I represent change. Right. I can I can try to take you but he hates humans, all humans. I'll let my, I'll, also, as soon as he says that, she says that, uh, I'll let my case mark blow. Yeah. Oh, snap. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> please give me a second. I need to see how okay. well schooled she is. Do, 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 do. For, yeah. This is an occult role. She may mess this up. Oh man. If she messes this up, it'd be amazing. 
for the audience, that's because lunars are generally known to be like stewards and they often work in sync with nature. They kind of, they often find, try to find harmonious ways of making life work. Oh, she knows what you are. Okay, uh, so she got uh, she got four successes on seven days. Um, also, just make sure she had a. Not that it matters. You are not a lesser god yet <laughs> of this forest. <laughs> yeah, give it time. Um, okay, she knows what you are. Um, oh, you 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 are moon kissed. Yeah, baby. Okay. Um. Ab- absolutely. I-, I think we can arrange a meeting. Uh, the-, the distance will be difficult. Uh, he actually... Uh, mm, I dare not say anything. Uh, okay. Uh, and she touches... She she actually touches the tree again and fades into it and then pops out of the bottom so the light disappears <laughs> and then out of the bottom it comes out of the wood again um, and you can see she's starting to actually reach up and pull back her mask but she only pulls it back far enough so that this is kind of absurd but like the the horn ends up looking like a single horn coming out of her, <laughs> the top of her head um, but uh, reveals a pale face bright green I, it's important to note that the other is, is closed. And then you can you can see just by the few pieces of hair that are exposed. Um, so amber, auburn hair and, uh, and eyebrows. Uh, m- my name my name is Auburn Witchwood and I'm, I'm actually the daughter of the forest. I'm delighted to meet you, Auburn. I, I wish we could have met under better circumstances. My name is Rojan the Shaper. And, well, uh, Rojan, it's it's nice to meet you. You'll notice she's okay. still keeping her distance. Uh, she's wary <laughs> of the dude who bounced her off the ground. Um, which is fair. <laughs> I'm just trying to get back into that character. Get into and, the and little girl this character. this is my... My good friend Kair, who is equally of nature as I. She, like, shifts her weight to look around you <laughs> at Kair. I'm terribly sorry for knocking you down. I, uh, Kair's just going to, to kind of nod to her. Um, I understand. I'd want to protect this place, too. Yes, this is my home. As I said, I'm I'm the daughter of the forest. I don't think I can take you to open in tonight, but we can arrange something. Uh, the second you enter the woods, I will know. I can come and fetch you, but it has to be on the other side of the river. Perhaps we can plan, arrange. Uh, perhaps we can arrange something. Um, maybe for another day, for another night. I don't think we'll be able to to okay. get there in okay. time tonight that is if i mean if you have days to spare we could go i can meet you on the other side of the river i'm not sure what our schedule is like let me let me confer the party in two days oh okay we have the party in two days uh how how so we we don't have days yeah 
Yeah. Well, how about in three days' time? Could we meet on the other side? Is that is is that? Oh yes, yes. Just um, the two of you. Uh, potentially a third. Would you um also? And she looks at Kair. Are you moon kissed as well? Uh, I will kind of grin and not quite. Um, I'll let I'll let my case mark pop up. Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see if she fails that one. I actually want to see if she fails this one. Nice. No, she does good. Okay, wow, she's doing all right. Mm-hmm. That's almost the exact same roll. Uh, oh yeah, look at that. Oh. A, a chosen of the sun and a moon kissed are you mates not that we know of and she actually it's almost like goofy smiles <laughs> <laughs> then she nods uh, also you can both do an intelligence occult if you want because her yeah. case mark is clear it is just like that ring of of leaves growing or glowing bright uh, bright amber. There we go. One success on eight dice. Good job, Stu. That's how I do. Um, what the heck? I'm gonna cram some moats in here just to be sure. Uh, so I'm gonna bump five personal into that. Eight Ooh. successes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I've, so I've Stu botched rolled. on seven. I'm not taking fucking chances. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm okay. She uses essence. And you got one. Yeah. Uh, Stu. I think she has a blowgun. She's rolled all muddy. I can't success. see shit. Uh, Dan. <laughs> rolled 15. Got eight successes. So, Stu, what you know? Um, she actually has a case mark so she's exhibiting the the actual um idol sign for hmm. obedin which is outlawed fantastic is is there a chance i could um, burn that into my memory if i know what that is like if i understand the significance i don't okay. think you no do with no one problem. success <laughs> um like you you know that she's wearing his sign yep. Um, and that she's glowing, but more importantly, Kair is about to open up that can of worms in a big way. Um, because Kair, she's obviously exalted. Mm -hmm. Uh, there, there may, I mean, she's not as good at being an exalt as maybe Rojan is because Rojan seems to be able to dragon punch and outdo everybody and everything. Um, but uh, she can. She's not just marked by Obadin. She is Obadin's chosen. So she, um, so she like is. She's, she's what ref, she's what's referred to as an exigent. Oh, okay. So Obadin has taken the time to locate a rogue shard that would usually be a solar um, that is actually designed to. If if uh, shards if shards of exaltation were like hollowed out and gods could pour themselves into it, 
that is what has happened here. So he has poured his essence and himself into her exalted shard. So now instead of just being a solar or a lunar, she is a chosen of Obanen. So her power set and everything that she does will depend entirely on what his base purview within heaven is and his uh, his his abilities. So here's what you know so far. When she says she's a daughter of the forest, you can already tell she moves naturally in it and can actually move through trees. Mm-hmm. Like teleport through trees the fact that she blew her case mark the last time she did it suggests that she probably has to spend a decent amount of energy maybe even willpower to do it but she can do that which means she can probably teleport instantly to any part of the forest at any time Mm -hmm. she's already told you that she can sense when you enter the forest so that means she can one of her abilities is that she can sense when anything trespasses as though it were their domain so that's another ability that she definitely has. Mm-hmm. Um, third, that's probably a weapon that belongs to Obadan. And she definitely uses essence. And if you had to guess, she probably performs best while she's in the forest or while defending it. Yeah. So her excellency's fire when she is doing what is ever in Obadan's purview. So if she's in the forest, she can use the Excellency. If she's doing something outside of the forest that has to do with Obadan and whatever his perfume is, she'll get the Excellency. Nice. And that's what you know. So a third. Potentially. Did you say a third? We'll have to see if he's uh, interested in coming out here. She. She. <laughs> she. Hey, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so I, I would vouch for Moon the third. Kissed, chosen of the sun, is the third exalted as well. Another sun kissed, yes. Hmm, the most delicious of oranges. Did yeah. she say that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, of course not. Sorry, I just couldn't resist. Um, oh fuck! I didn't even get it. Uh, okay, there I am. It's there okay. It's okay. Sunkist is an old company. Um, <laughs> it's a good thing we're not called Sunmade. Oh boy, here we go. Okay, how about we set up some conditions then? This is a lot. This yeah. uh, and she actually spreads her hands out. She's still holding the uh, the blowgun, by the way, which is beautiful. Uh, you can see that it it appears to be made out of a mixture of bone, amber, wood. And potentially jade? That might be red and green jade in there. You're not 100% sure. Um, in all likelihood, yeah. jade, because, it, God, you can't go too far in this area without running into some of it. But uh, you can you can see those same symbols, uh, the same ringed uh, leaves that are on, that are, like, shining on her head. They're on parts of, of that uh, that weapon. But she she spreads her hands out and she's like, this is a lot. Also, uh, I don't think that I don't appreciate your your mercy. I do. But I'm going to have to go back to to Father and I'm going to have to actually discuss this with him. He may not agree to it. 
I can I can promise to meet you again, but I can't promise to take you if he disagrees. Very well. Uh, that's that's perfectly understandable. If he has any conditions or anything like that, just uh, you know, I, I I think we're we're a little bit malleable. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. Well, this can work. In three days' time, we'll meet again. Uh, I will know for certain whether or not okay. my father is even interested in meeting you. And I will convey your message. And regardless of what I say, you will have to accept the answer. Is this fair? If you also accept that if his answer is no, I will still endeavor to find a way to bring peace to the region. Okay. Okay. (laughs) That sounds great. (laughs) She... She's nodding her head. I oh okay okay um so, Rojan, Kair, and another. I can remember this. I can remember this. Right. I'm gonna go. And she turns around, touches a tree, you go. and up. Uh, she's halfway through the tree. She looks back. Please apologize to the jaguar for me for interrupting his hunt. Okay. Bye. And then she disappears into the tree. <laughs> and that gentleman is probably where we should end off for tonight. Yeah, it sounds like a good uh, happen off spot. <laughs> Stu, <laughs> beating up little girls, man. I can't believe you. Okay, so uh, just so that we have a full description, uh, you will have been able to have seen. She looks like she's about 14, 15. Uh, that's a little bit of a tricky number when it comes to exalted because you can exalt and then stop aging, Mm -hmm. but she's also acting like a 14 or 15 year old, even just her body language. Absolutely. She seems completely natural in the forest, but like that, that sort of just life in the forest. It seems like perhaps she was raised there. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention that her exaltation would definitely empower her to, to feel comfortable. But otherwise, like she appeared to be someone who is not just slowly trying to get used to exaltation, but also slowly trying to get used to the body that she is growing into. Yeah. So, uh, you met a teenager in the woods. Cool. Roll initiative. <laughs> initiative. So, we have come to the end, and I am going to ask, let's start with Kair and with Dan. Uh, what did you learn today? Uh, a whole lot. There was a lot of uh, kind of dynamics to um, kind of what we were doing in the woods and in the, in the combat, where we were all kind of having to uh, dig through the book uh, and... and like kind of help each other learn um, bits about grappling and smashing and uh, yeah, surprise attacks and yeah. like everything. I think every move that we made was something we didn't know how to do. Um, and that is becoming less and less intimidating as time goes on. Yeah, um, we're getting better at yeah. it, really. <laughs> Now That's that uh, sure. I've had, like I think we've had, yeah, we've had eight sessions uh kind of kind of down and done now here and um i've been also 
playing in another Exalted game done by a friend. Uh, and um, so I'm feeling less, like, just a bit less intimidated by the whole thing overall. Um, which is nice. Like, once you start really understanding or feeling comfortable in this system, it's it's really spectacular. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, just, I mean, some of my best gaming memories are from 2nd edition, mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that we can maybe hit those highs <laughs> here <laughs> with 3rd, uh, keeping in mind that uh, my storyteller at the time is your new current storyteller for your other yeah. game, um, so I expect uh, you will continue to have some very, very awesome experiences, and I'm hoping that I can deliver something close to that. Uh, it's well, yeah, that's a, it's is, a it's a different a game, lot. right? Like you and you and he have have different styles altogether. Um, yeah, and you know, I don't expect what I get in this game from his, and I don't expect what I get from his game in this, and that's, I think, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, and that that is okay. Sorry, the comparison is just me doing that, me forcing it. Uh, in reality, uh, if we wanted to to really be honest you are a gentleman who ha has now gotten access to two pieces of cake yeah. <laughs> instead of just yeah. one instead of just yeah. one um was there anything else you wanted to say before i moved on to stew uh uh in terms of uh kyre um i think learned a little uh some surprises about rojan <laughs> Um, in terms of his capability in the woods and uh, um, his, also his uh, his um, his willingness to embrace the the philosophy of respecting the place um, he didn't particularly seem the type to do that because he is very much a man it's, it seems like he's gonna get what he wants Um and so uh, I think Kyer is a little, um, uh, almost touched by the way that, that Rojan has uh, accorded himself in this place. Yeah, that is, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> like the, there were some unexpected moments uh, from Rojan this game, that's for sure. <laughs> Most of which were from his dice, that's but fair. his choices, I think... Uh, I think, Stu, you made some really cool choices today. <laughs> Don't worry. They are very cynically and Rojan-centrically motivated. <laughs> of course. Right. So then maybe we'll just oh. we'll shift over to you, Stu. So what um, did you and Rojan so do I, today? So I think... Uh, I, I, we can double-check this after, after the recording, but I do think that something did unlock, mechanically speaking. Right, and, and we'll, we'll hash out that detail yep. after the fact. Right, it'll be good uh, just for for li the the sake of listeners. Um, evocations are a thing that yeah. we haven't really touched on yet. Um, both Stu and Dan decided to to pick up very potent artifacts, and those artifacts can open up and become more over time. But um, Stu's has a specific activation, and so does Dan's. And Dan, uh, like, I know what Dan's trigger is. I'm pretty sure Dan, you and I have talked about yeah. it. Uh, Stu's was uh, Stu's yeah, was hitting a performance benchmark, whereas D 
Dan's is an actual sort of narrative event. He has to do a specific thing. Um, and so, Stu, we're pretty sure yeah, you it, hit that mark It's going to depend on, on the perspective of, of w- one thing in particular. But effectively, uh, we pulled a bunch of evocations from from a couple different artifacts and kind of picked and chose. And a couple of them have activation rules where they, they, they kind of become active and available once the character has done has achieved something and i think we did today but we'll we'll double check um yeah well you you definitely yes. used the smash versus smash. yes that was <laughs> <laughs> that, that was pretty i i've oh man, man i i did i was not expecting that thank thank you rules for delivering some like, just absolute hilarity that was fantastic well, yeah, and so like shifting. Uh, do we want want to talk about Rojan before we talk about what poor Chase? Yeah, because because Rojan Rojan's motivations are still like Rojan is embracing this element of being a lunar of being a caretaker in a bit of a curious way, but it's important to him to learn from from this forest spirit and and he does want to get something from the forest spirit but it's i think in a way that can long term make everything better for everyone he does genuinely want to find a balance for the the forest spirit to be happy and the Mm -hmm. town to be happy but he also actually want something specific from the spirit and we'll yeah i'm just i'm curious to see how that goes like uh, yeah yeah and and i think the long-term wanting to find the balance is more important to him but i think in his conveyance of that being important he will end up getting what he wants anyway that's my suspicion but i am often wrong Okay. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. Well, thank you for sharing. Uh, I have learned. Me, you know what I, in terms of fighting, I'm not sure if I'm pulling punches or not yet. Um, it is trickier when you are yeah. all together. That's for sure. Um, Stu, I keep underestimating Rojin's ability. You'll notice I targeted, I targeted Kair first because Kair, when he shoots, terrifying is yeah. so dangerous, so dangerous. Um, not that I was expecting him to shoot, um, but uh, this was one of those situations where me as a storyteller, I didn't want to, I didn't want to start too aggressive. Um, if you guys. You know, if if you if you pulled like the uh, the full barbarian mode and just t- tried to really hurt her, then yeah, she would have got mm-hmm. lethal or she would have just fled. Um, but, but, but I didn't and, and, want and to even start just that the two way. of us going through um, the forest. One of us looks like a hunter. One of us <laughs> looks like a lamp salesman. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, that too. One of you was 100%. You were both seemed like you're in your element in terms of movement, but mm-hmm. one of you did not look like the other. 
Um, and to just look at Rojan, he does not appear to be a legitimate threat until those smash fists come out and he smashes something. And wow, did you ever smash her into tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Um, United States of smash style. Uh, that was, um, that was something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would say like, I think, I think you made a good choice there, especially because, um, like this combat was never a combat that needed to be pushed to the point of yeah, one side yeah. dying. Like it was yeah. never going to get there. Um, so hopefully, kind of, like, well, yeah, that, that's <laughs> based on choices yeah. and stuff like that. But based on on the way on on the way that we operate and what our goals are and and hers, like. It's it's a it's a it was a fair fight to to start off like not brutally but with impact yeah. like you know like like quite literally um, just like slammed me to the ground and that's while not like mechanically devastating it's still narratively um, yeah like it's yeah it's very threatening um, that was a moment of like. You know, like I perked up. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, what yeah. the fuck are we up against? And what is interesting about uh, prone? Prone is a very dangerous position to be in in this game. Yes. Um, it, it's. If she was working with somebody else, mm-hmm. it could have been very, very bad. Uh, that's what you'll see um <laughs> well actually uh, i guess we'll sort of see how things go but some groups trying to make somebody go prone and then other people just whacking yeah. on them right because they're they're easier to hit yeah. they have they have penalties and then on top of that you have onslaught penalties if there's more than one person there so if there is somebody in a fight if it's a large brawl there's multiple combatants one person knocks somebody down and then other people beat on them while they're down like that person becomes the the crash sponge that everybody else builds their initiative off of before they do like devastating decisive attacks even if it's not against the person who went down not to mention when you're Um, prone if you're in like a close range of somebody you you then actually have to make a roll to be able to get up Uh, and then that is your combat action so you can't even disengage after that yeah like it's it is brutally dangerous yeah so it's I wanted I wanted to expose you, like both you and and Stu, and I guess hopefully, <laughs> hopefully Fred will listen to this episode. <laughs> like, uh, there we are, yeah. we're all trying different stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm glad the that gravel. we went for the gambit, yeah. or that you went for the gambit, Stu. Like, I I knew that uh, that the grapple was gonna be yeah. some time in the book, uh, but we can tidy yep. that up in post. That's not a big deal. I'd- um. And, and, it's and good. I think it, it's good it to is get interesting to it. in in the sense that if Raven was along with the group tonight and Raven was in Rojan's position, I th- think that girl might have just been dead. I I think because I <laughs> yeah, I maybe. contemplated it, <laughs> but yeah, if you had if you had taken the uh, the kitten mittens off and actually, you know. <laughs> Taking out the and claws, I, you and I think hurt Ra- her in a big way. Yeah, if and I think Raven would have just her. done that. Would have just done the withering, crashed her, built fifteen initiative, and then stabbed her in all of her eyes, including places where she didn't have eyes before. 
and it just would have been over. Only got one. <laughs> just only got one. Yeah. Um, cool, 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 That's... cool. All right, well, uh, there we go. Uh, any other questions or comments before we shut it down? No, I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, then I just want to say, Dan, Stu, thank you very much for your time. Fred, hopefully yeah, uh, we'll hear luck. from you again soon and we can all just get caught up. And to the audience members, thank you for tagging along for this ride. Again, it's an experiment. Hope you're enjoying it. Uh, just let us know at learnfromgamingpodcast at gmail.com. Or look at look, look us at up. us up. Look at us up. Look us up on Twitter or Facebook. You can DM us there if you really want to. Um, and yeah, just thank you again for everything. And everybody, have yourselves thanks, a good Chase. Thank you, Chase. Thanks, everybody. Thing you depends when you're <laughs> listening. Oh my god. Yeah. It's nighttime here. We're going to bed. Bye.